going on and welcome to the Blue and Golden Report podcast. My name is Trent Rush for this fourth installment. We got a great guest today. All of our guests have been so great uh, talking with UC Irvine coaches and today UC Irvine women's basketball coach Tamara Inouye who now for the last four seasons has done just a remarkable job turning around this UC Irvine women's basketball program and you know we're going to talk a lot about her career and her journey and also her vision moving forward and what is to come for UC Irvine women's basketball. I'll just tell you, as somebody that gets to, you know, I, I watch a lot of the men's games, but I always get a handful of, of women's games that I get a chance to watch. And one thing that always sticks out to me about Tamara Inouye's teams is their toughness, their togetherness, and just how hard they play. And I think that that says a lot about the head coach and also the culture that she's building in that program. And uh, we get into all of that uh, on the podcast. We're going to be able to share that with you uh, in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I wanted to let you know about UC Irvine Athletics' newest partner, and that's University Credit Union. And they're exclusively serving universities. But University Credit Union was founded back in 1951 by UC faculty and staff on the UCLA campus. Well, now they are fired up to be welcoming the UC Irvine Anteaters to their university family, and they're going to be offering a unique UCI debit card design to let you show off that Anteater spirit. Old, current, and new members will have access to the exclusive UCI debit card design. University Credit Union guarantees that their loan rates are in the lowest 1% in the nation. How are you going to beat that? Save time and gain peace of mind by knowing University Credit Union has the lowest rates. Earn up to 5% APY on your university checking account from University Credit Union. University Credit Union offers a variety of products and services to give you that financial edge. Faculty, staff, students, and alumni of UCI are all eligible to join University Credit Union. You can go visit ucu.org to learn more, federally insured by NCUA. Now, our conversation with UC Irvine women's basketball coach, Tamara Inouye. All right, we're joined now by head women's basketball coach Tamara Inouye, who has done such a tremendous job with this UC Irvine women's basketball program. Just the way that, uh, I, I tell you what, just as a fan, watching the growth has been cool to see, and Tamara's with us now. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Trent. Yeah, doing really well. Yeah, we're recording this on a Big West Tournament Week. So, Coach, it says a lot about you to carve out a few minutes to spend it with us. It means a ton uh, to do that. I, I just want to take a minute to talk a little bit about your journey, maybe even from, from the very beginning. I know you're an Orange County native, went to Laguna Hills High School and ended up uh, at rival Long Beach State uh, at one point. So what was kind of your experience yeah. like? I, obviously, you were a great player, but what was it like for you uh, playing basketball here in this area? And, and maybe how does that help you now kind of understand the climate when it comes to recruiting and whatnot here in OC? Yeah, no, I actually, actually grew up in Kauai um, down there and then come to high school, I, I came out here. Um, and so from Hawaii, you know, there's, there's no, no girls teams. So I've only played with boys my whole, whole uh, childhood. And then coming out here, I, I play with girls and that was like kind of a new thing for me. Um, so my coach loved me because of my aggressiveness, you know, when I went to Laguna Hills high school, um, I made varsity. I didn't know what that meant. Um, we weren't very good at that time. Um, but you know, enjoyed it. Enjoy playing with, with girls is fun. Um, and then, you know, four years later, we, we stayed together as a young class and, and ended up winning a state championship and being ranked number one in California. Um, so that was a great experience for me. I loved every minute of it. Um, and then, you know, obviously understanding Orange County, um, you know, great players came out of here at that time. And then, you know, I went to Berkeley for a year and just didn't work out with Coach Stanley and I. And then um, obviously Coach Bola at Long Beach State. 
And then my former teammate who was on the volleyball team at that time, Taiba Hanif, um, you know, I got to be able to come down to Long Beach and play in Big West Conference. Um, competitive as all heck, you know, at that time, Santa Barbara was pretty good. Mark French was coaching at that time under Corey Close, the assistant. And then, you know, we were going against Aaron Busher all day long, you know, that's, that it's been a tough rivalry there. So, um, you know, got to see a lot of good basketball in my days when I played down here in California. And, and I just remember it being super, super competitive. Um, so being able to come back into this conference, I was really excited about it. It's interesting that you mentioned you were, you know, played with boys growing up. I would imagine at the time you probably didn't think much of that, but when you look at it now, do you feel like that had an impact kind of on, on your style and your approach to the game of basketball? Sure. You know, boys are different. You know, when you grow up and, you know, I was so young enough, I was young enough to talk to hang, you know, I could hang with them and uh, beat them up and they beat me up and, <laughs> and no one felt bad about it. You know, it's just, there's no type of like ways of thinking, you know, and I think, that was a big benefit, you know, contributed to my mom, like my mom, you know, just never let us see anything different, you know, and she made my, I have a twin sister and, and my sister and I, when we would play, she would be in the stands, you know, I'm pretty sure she was worried, but you know, we held our own. And, um, you know, nowadays, I, you know, for me, it's, I think, I think the aggression and the, the physicality of it, um, was not a big deal. Um, guys, guys don't care. And so I think for me, when I, when I came with the girls, <laughs> you'd hit him and like, Ooh, like they kind of get upset. I'm like, what? Like, come on, it's toughen up. So I think that was maybe a little different in that sense. Um, but it's a great experience, you know, and I'm pretty excited. I know one of my recruits coming in is playing on a boys team. And I couldn't be more thrilled about it. I, I tell you what, anybody that has seen your women play understand that, that the level of toughness there is unmatched, uh, at least from what I've seen uh, in this conference. I, I love watching your teams play uh, for that reason. Now you, you transferred during your college career. And I would imagine that would have been a difficult thing to do, but at the same time, do you feel like that gives you a little different perspective now when, when transfers really are, are such a big part of college basketball these days? You know, it was tough. You know, it's tough. You, you don't want to be looked at as a quitter. You know, it, it was a difficult decision. You know, coach Stanley, Marianne Stanley, who is now the head coach of the Indiana fever was a awesome coach. She, she's very good at her craft. If I would have stayed another year, my assistant coach, coach, why would have been my assistant? Um, you know, but for me, it just, I, I, I struggled with the transition. I think, um, being a first generation, um, a kid from my, my sister and I we were first generation. We didn't know much about what a scholarship meant. We didn't know about call it. We don't, we didn't know about the AAU circuit. We didn't know anything of that stuff. So when we got scholarship offers, you know, first thing my dad did was get a Princeton review book and see what the ranking of it academically was, you know, so we had no idea kind of the process of everything. And my, my high school coach, we had never won before. So he's, he's new at this too. And so we're all just trying to navigate through it. Um, but then when getting to college, you know, it, it was a, it's a big shock for me, you know, and, and it took a lot of maturity on my end that I didn't have. And so when I was there, you know, the, the, the team wasn't like my team in Laguna Hills, you know, we weren't together. It was very competitive, you know, and I just wasn't ready for that type of environment. Um, but it really made me tougher. And, you know, transferring was tough because I had to sit out a year and I didn't, didn't want to sit out a year, you know. Um, but, you know, my, my high school teammate, Taiba, you know, she talked to me a little bit about it. And Coach Bola recruited me through the process anyways beforehand. And I thought coming back there would have been a good opportunity for me to just kind of take a year and develop. Cause I needed a lot of work done. I needed a lot of growing up to do. I need to get a lot tougher. Um, and so I thought that was a good move for me. Um, and the mid major level, 
you know, it was, it was, it's fun. You know, it's a lot of fun. My coaches had a lot of time for me, um, spent a lot of time with me in the gym and, and, you know, really develop relationships, which I really appreciate. And still to this day, coach will come to my games and she'll come to my locker room and, and she supports us tremendously. And, and I appreciate that piece of it. Um, so that, that was, that was a good decision on my end. Sure. That's interesting hearing that side of it too. After college, I mean, you had like such a successful career at Long Beach State, put up, you know, all kinds of big time numbers, uh, uh, well enough to play professionally in Australia and where you really began your coaching career. What can you tell us about the experience of going overseas and playing uh, down under as uh, you kind of grew in, into a, a role eventually as a coach? Yeah. Um, experience of a lifetime. You know, I think if any player has an opportunity to go play, go play, you know, it's, it's experience of a lifetime, you know, the culture, even though they speak English there, it's, it's extremely different from our culture out here. Um, you know, it just, you learn a lot and out there, it's not as serious, I guess, maybe is the, might be the right word for it. They're, they're not as, um, you know, basketball is life <laughs> you know, sure. out here in college. It's, it's, it's very serious. It's very, you know, a lot of pressure, a lot of things happen. You know, when I was playing at the professional level and then being able to coach at the semi-pro level, it's just they have other lives. Like it's not all basketball and they're good. Like we're we're really good out there and and they're able to perform. And so, you know, my three hour I call my coach because I'm like, you know, three hour practices are, are extremely unnecessary. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, I've, I've learned that, um, you can get a lot, you know, it, it basically, when I started coaching, they would give me maybe a 45 minute block. And I'm like, that's a warm up for me. So for me, it really challenged me early on as a coach to really cram in what is actually important for the game before I get out there with my players. And, and it really, I, I felt like I grew tremendously fast in that sense of just getting, you know, products, just making sure we're, we're getting the best out of the time that I have and, and not wasting everyone's time because I only have 45 minutes. And so I thought that was, that was good for me. And just learning how to, to coach, you know, like learning how to teach, you know, as a player, it's just like, yeah, just do that. Just can't you see that pass? Can't you see that shot? Like, no, you actually have to come back as a coach and actually find the right words out of your mouth and teach them to where they understand. And that, that was a big challenge for me. Um, and I appreciated every opportunity I had out there because when I was coaching the pros, I would also coach under 18s, under 15, under 16s, excuse me, and even under 12s, you know, some coaching 10 year olds. And, and that was fun too. Cause he has to, have to go back to basics, left, right, step, step, left, step, right, pass your left hand. Like those are fun things for me to learn where you forget about that as a player because it's all natural. So that, that was fun for me. That's, that's so funny you say that because one of the things about you that is always interesting to me and it's impressive to me is you are about as efficient of a person as I think <laughs> I've ever met. I'm even down to like doing post-game interviews when I've had a chance to fill it on your radio broadcast. I think the horn sounds and there you are. Like you're ready. To, I'm, I'm busy waiting 10 minutes for Russ. You got, you're there right away. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to, I was going to ask you about like where some of that came from. Was that more out of necessity in that time in Australia or is that something like you realized clearly at a young age, like, Hey, the best way to do this thing, I need to take as much advantage of people's time as possible. Yeah. You know, I think you learn that young, I think the way I was raised, both my mom and my father, you know, it's just, um, don't waste people's time, be on time, have manners, you know, just, um, time is valuable, you know? And I think, um, I've learned that at a young, I mean, I, I'd have to, 
pick up my clothes the night before, like just little things like that, you know, make my bed, you know, um, you know, very disciplined in that sense of just making sure that I was always prepared. Um, and then even as I got older too, in Australia, like, you know, I was always, you're always early. And obviously in college as a student athlete, I mean, if you're five minutes or late, if you're five minutes to the bus, you're late, you know? And so you learn that early on too, as, as, and my head coach was never late. And so, you know, we were always early. So I think you just learn that as an athlete too, just growing up. Um, and then here, you know, just it's value. Like everyone, I'm not the most important thing that people want to hear, you know? So if, if you want to talk to me, then I'm grateful to, to actually have an opportunity to express my program and what we do here. So, um, it's, it's more of an appreciation than anything. So, um, you know, Russ can do whatever he wants. He's men's basketball, you know, he goes second round of the NCAA tournament, you know, UCI's on the map for him, you know, and plus sometimes you need a cooling off period. So I think let's give Russ a little bit of grace over there. <laughs> I do. Sometimes it's in everybody's best interest that we give Russ 10 minutes. It is. And he, he and I joke about that all the time. And I love doing the men's games, but I, I have a blast when I get a chance to do some of your games as well. It's a lot of fun. When did you think that you wanted to be a coach? Because is that something that you've always kind of had in your mind? Like coaching was what you wanted to do? No, I actually thought I was going to play for USA Olympic team at one stage in my life. Um, you know, my, my mom never, never shot anything down, whatever I said. So she's always real supportive of it. Um, you know, coaching, I, I think it was in college. I think when I saw my coach, you know, a strong female, um, she had a whole female staff, you know, and all those coaches that I, I played under all played themselves. And I, and I saw that and I saw the impact that they made on me and my teammates. And, and I think when I saw that, um, I felt like, wow, you know, that's the way that I felt. I felt like, you know, this is something maybe I could do one day and give back to young women like myself um, and, and just see the impact that they had. So um, that, that was big for me. And when I had the opportunity in Australia to do it, um, I jumped at it and, and I just have loved it ever since. We'll get back to our conversation with Tamara in a way in just a moment, but did want to remind you that today's podcast is being presented by University Credit Union. Remember, all UCU current and new members will have access to the exclusive UCI debit card. University Credit Union offers a variety of products and services to give you a financial edge. Faculty, staff, students, and alumni of UCI are all eligible to join University Credit Union. Visit ucu.org to learn more, federally insured by NCUA. Now back to our conversation with UC Irvine women's basketball coach Tamara in a way then you come to the United States you get some time at, at New Mexico State where they hadn't been to the NCAA tournament in a long time you're mm. part of that staff and you get there what do you feel like some of the things you were able to learn were from that experience of taking a program that, that had been a long time since they'd been in the tournament and then to get to that point what, what did you take away from that yeah you know just a, a brilliant mentor you know and, and coach Mark Track you know he actually knew him since my high school days. He coached, uh, he, he says he recruited me out of Pepperdine. Um, yeah, I didn't, didn't know much. So I apologize to him and Jody Wynn all the time. Like I really didn't know much about recruiting. I just got letters and I was like, wow, people like me, you know, but um, you know, ever since then I kind of kept in touch with him when I was in Australia because uh, I thought I had a good player that could play for him at USC and, and Heather Oliver. And she actually went there and was very good for him. Um, and then we just kind of kept in touch through that time. Uh, and then when he got the New Mexico state job, he called me and, and just asked me to come. And if I could play under, if I can learn under a coach, like coach track, who's won everywhere he's been, absolutely. I, I have a lot to learn under this program of the NCAA. So um, for him to give me that opportunity to come there and, and he could teach me how he recruits and, and what he, his philosophies are and 
what he, how he manages, which is extremely important. Um, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned uh, a big thing is patience, you know, and, and I think that's, that's really gotten me through and, and his management style is, is, is by far one of the best. And so um, I was able to learn that. And, and, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a head coach at that. I always wanted to be a head coach. This wasn't sure when, cause we were winning and having so much fun, but he's the one that really encouraged me to go after this job. And, and so, um, yeah, with his blessing, I was able to, to do that. So you get the opportunity at UC Irvine and, and that was a program. I know when you had taken over, uh, they had kind of been struggling a couple of years leading into uh, you getting the job. What were some of the things when you arrived on campus that you kind of saw in this program and this group that you said, you know what, there's a chance here that we could have some success. It's beautiful here. I grew up here. I went to high school here. You know, I got recruited with Colleen, um, a little too close to home for me at that time. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I, I, I never actually walked the campus and and saw the, the, the geography where we are in location to the airport in location to the beach in location to the actual conference, um, our, our Brent event center. I remember when I was in high school, we didn't have the MTV, um, um, basketball games there all the time. You know, Byron Scott used to have his all-star game there. Like, I mean, I remember all that stuff when I was a kid and I was like, wow, this stuff, you know, this place is special. And and so when I got here, I just felt like, wow, you just, you got to find players that actually want to come here, um, for basketball. Because there's so many opportunities academically. I mean, it's it's thriving, you know, economically here. You know, it's no secret. You know, Orange County is such a hub of of, of money. Yeah. So for me, you know, it's just kind of finding players that want both. You know, the education and basketball. Because I don't think it's difficult at all to find anybody that wants to come here uh, academically. Um, so that was kind of the science of my my staff of really finding those players that are great in the classroom, but also really care about basketball. And I think that's where, where we started to find our niche. I, I know I, I would imagine people that watch your program, maybe, you know, I would include myself in this. When I watch your teams play, I think it is crystal clear that you're going to have a team that's going to play hard and give their all every single night. There's a, there's a toughness there. There's an intensity that's with that group. Is that something that you kind of recruit to? Is that something that you try to instill in players once they're here? Is, is, in, is that really one of the kind of the pillars of what you're trying to do with this program? Yeah, sure. You know, um, there's a lot of players that, that always say, I, I would love to play Division One, and, you know, I want to play for you and I love your program. And, you know, and, and it turns out they've never even seen us play, you know, and so um, for us, when we go out on, on recruiting trail and watching a lot of film and, and just talking to players, um, you know, you learn as you as you get older, you know, it, years do matter. I think with me, uh, I'm getting older now, but, you know, just the, the science behind it, you know, I've coached Y who's been doing this longer than I have. I have coach Cecilia Russell Nava, who's who's been everywhere, you know, it's just and then Cinnamon, who's been in this in this conference. And so having all these guys, we know what it takes to win. It's just about finding that right player. Um, It is hard. It is extremely hard to find those players because there's so many games being played and you just got to be able to find players that truly um, play hard all the time. And that that's a skill. And and that's hard to find because of all the games they play. So, so we got to have some grace on that, but you know, it's homework, Trent. It's, it's about calling them and having conversations with them. It's about getting to know their families about getting to know their coaches and and really asking I think high school is so valuable in coaches because they actually spend more time with them you know and so you know I always make sure to talk to the high school coaches as well I think you can get a lot from that 
do you feel like that's something that you've kind of picked up on over your time too at UC Irvine, just in the sense of like, you know, I know that you've, you, you've gone after some junior college players. You've got some, you know, high major transfers that have come in um, the four-year players. Now you have a freshman of the year in, in Kayla Williams. Yeah. What, how is you, do you feel like your approach to recruiting has developed? Yeah. You know, when we first started off, you know, we, 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 we signed 10, right. I think it was five transfers, five freshmen. Um, we, we just went after, you know, whatever was available, but I was really picky on my first class of culture kids, you know, and I felt like, you know, if we can get the right culture here, um, then we would be okay with that. And then just the, the transfers, you know, they don't always work out. I think, you know, Lauren Psyche was, was, was the best thing we've ever made in our program as far as transfers go, you know, then Yazzie Sadula came in and did a great job for us as well. You know, but for, for, for me and for my staff and really for what their development goes with, I want four-year players. I really like four years because as a coach, I get to see their development from freshman to senior for four. It's such a short time. And if I can have them for four years, I absolutely love their development and growth as young women. And so if I can have that opportunity at that time, I, I would take that hands down, you know, over maybe you know, a big time player that wants to come for a year. Sure. As we're kind of, you know, here we are big West tournament week when recording this, but I know this is something that, you know, people are probably going to listen to that. That's probably going to say, Oh, six months ago was the big West tournament. But <laughs> at, at the same time, where do you see this program heading and, and what's kind of your vision for what you see Irvine basketball can be? You know, it really is just, you know, consistent championships. I think with, um, this conference, you know, I've seen it done before. I think we can just, you know, win consistent championships. And, and that comes with just bringing players, constant players in that, that believe in my vision. Um, and, and just the development side of it, you know, I just, we can develop and compete. You know, I just, my biggest thing is just being really competitive every year, year in and year out. Um, and then obviously the NCAA tournament, that's always our, our, our plan and, and getting to the NCAA tournament, you know, I expect us to be there. Um, and, and I, and if I didn't expect that, I don't think I should be coaching. Um, so I want us to be in the NCAA tournament and I want us to really understand what that means and really get, get, get as far as we can, you know, Santa Barbara has gotten the furthest with sweet 16. Um, I think, you know, we're right there too. Not, not anywhere right now, but you know, that is the future for, for Irvine. I think where we can get. Samara, thank you so much for your time today. Congratulations on all your success so far. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the future for you and, and UC Irvine women's basketball. Thank you appreciate so, much. It so much. Yeah, I appreciate you, Trent. It's always a pleasure. Always a treat getting a chance to, to spend some time talking with Tamara. Just such tremendous insight there. Uh, really loved uh, the time that she gave us. And to do it on tournament week is a, a huge ask, and she delivered. And, and that was really neat uh, to hear that from her. And, and I know that this is uh, one of the programs that is absolutely surging at UC Irvine. And to con again, congratulations to her on all her success so far. And, and I, I really mean it when I say I'm looking forward to what's ahead for UC Irvine women's basketball because uh, Tamara in a way is going places. And uh, this program absolutely has very very big things ahead you heard her talk about hey sweet 16 is a goal for this program i think that's a really good goal all right do want to thank today's podcast sponsor that's university credit union in addition to the exclusive uci debit card you can earn up to five percent apy on your university checking account from university credit union university credit union offers a variety of products and services to give you a financial edge faculty staff students and alumni of uci are all eligible to join university credit union visit ucu.org 
www.ncuaconsumerprotection.org to learn more federally insured by NCUA. My name is Trent Rush. Thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of the Blue and Gold Report podcast here for UC Irvine Sports. Take care, everybody.